The only thing I need more than another moth down here is a haircut. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. The next New York Giants kicker might actually be Kareem Hunt Perna. Wow, real throwback there. Aldrick Rosas was arrested for a hit and run in California after he fled the scene and was found walking along the road one and a half miles away covered in blood. The Chargers are interested in working out Colin Kaepernick. Kyle Shanahan got a massive extension in San Francisco. And Raiders rookie Damon Arnett is not a fan of gay SpongeBob. That's good sport. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Now, the Los Angeles Chargers made it public that Colin Kaepernick is on their summer workout list and that the team is seriously considering him. Head coach Anthony Lynn stated that uh, Kaepernick fits the style of offense they want to run. Lynn also revealed that Kaepernick had a physical with team doctors and his sperm count was through the roof, making him the most suitable replacement for Phillip Rivers. Now, the Chargers are the perfect team for Kaepernick to play for because they have the fewest amount of fans to be offended by this for no real reason. Kaepernick is without question good enough to be a backup QB in the NFL. And let's just assume, for sake of argument, that he's not ready to be a starter right now. He could, however, be utilized the way the Saints deploy Taysom Hill and play meaningful snaps immediately. Also, as low as I am on Justin Herbert, Kaepernick could be better than the former Duck. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, well, poor Tyrod Taylor will never get a fair chance to be a starter in the NFL. If Kaepernick does get a workout and becomes a Charger, it's Easton Stick who is probably the guy to be cut by the Chargers. So yes, Kaepernick would be a great backup, but my question, my real football question, is what kind of speed does he have left? If he's still elusive the way he was when he was starting in the NFL, he would be an amazing asset to have on your team. And outside that one game where he threw four picks that everyone likes to point out, he was also pretty damn safe with the football. Now, Kyle Shanahan had three years left on his contract with the 49ers. San Francisco said, fuck it tossed that contract into the shredder, then lit it on fire, and then gave it to sharks to eat, and gave uh, Shanahan a new six-year deal. His new contract is worth, well, we don't actually know yet, but it's being said he's now one of the top five highest paid coaches in the league. Believe it or not, Shanahan actually still has a losing record as a head coach at 23 and 25, but that's why context actually matters. It was always apparent that he was a talented coach, even while the 49ers were losing. Not having a quarterback to start his first year, showing promise with Jimmy Garoppolo, losing Garoppolo for a season, and then having a full season with Garoppolo and making it to the Super Bowl has basically been the story of Shanahan's tenure with the 49ers. While you're extending Shanahan, the 49ers might as well extend John Lynch, too, who seems like he hasn't made a bad roster decision since he took over in 2017, the same year they hired Shanahan. In fact, the head coach-GM relationship is probably one of the most important things next to having a good quarterback that leads to sustained success in the NFL. 
If Bill O'Brien didn't have multiple personality disorder, he might be able to get along with himself and make sound GM decisions. Eagles Pro Bowl guard Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles this week and is done for the season. Before even getting to training camp, the Eagles have already lost their high-priced three-time Pro Bowl guard Brandon Brooks. Now, Brooks signed a four-year $54 million extension last season, but that hasn't kicked in yet, so the Eagles are going to be eating about $8 million this year with Brooks out. Even Scrooge McDuck doesn't find eating that much money appetizing. Brooks notably has been outspoken about his struggles with anxiety disorder, something that forced him to exit a game against the Seahawks last season. The Eagles do have some options. Uh, Some have speculated they could re-sign Jason Peters and put him inside at guard. They also could strike a deal with unsigned former Saint Larry Warford, or even someone like Ronald Leary, who's still waiting for a deal. Between DeAndre Baker and now Aldrich Rosas, uh, the Giants have had a tough, tough offseason. Their kicker, Rosas, was arrested for an alleged hit and run in Chico, California. According to TMZ, Rosas was going 100 miles per hour at 8.30 a.m. when he T-boned a pickup truck. Rosas was covered in blood one and a half miles away from the scene. Hopefully, it was his own blood. Rosas also was driving on a suspended license, which he received from a previous DUI. Now, there's no word yet on the person or multiple people he hit in the truck. Needless to say, the Giants will likely be in the market for a new kicker to replace Rosas, uh, who was a Pro Bowl kicker in 2018 after he eventually replaced Josh Brown, who left the league in disgrace amidst uh, domestic violence charges. In terms of replacing Uh, the kicker, the G-men may want to consider Steven Gostowski, who at age 36 is a full 11 years younger than Adam Vinatieri, also an option. Cody Parkey and Ryan Suckup may be available. Basically, anyone who kicked for the Titans last year could suck for the Giants this year. Now, this is something you could really only find on Darren Rovell's Twitter account. The post human Rovell bot 5000 posted a picture from a gym in Redondo Beach that is isolating workout stations via shower curtains. I guess this makes sense until you realize that they took the shower curtains out of the locker room and now everyone can see your tiny penis. I'm guessing no one is able to spot each other either uh, because from experience, spotting someone on a bench usually leads to you ingesting more spit than if you were just kissing that person. If you're like me and primarily go to the gym for the community showering experience, this is the proper next step in full nude exercises, something I have been pushing for years. The NFL Pro Bowl will be played at the Raiders' new home in Las Vegas. Announcing where the 2021 Pro Bowl will be played seems like the most insignificant piece of sports news right now. So instead, I will mention that the Broncos 2015 defense has been rated as the best of the decade by football outsiders. Their only competition was the 2013 Seahawks, but Denver held opponents to fewer yards per play, had more sacks, and had the fourth toughest schedule in the league compared to the Seahawks' second easiest. Suck it, Seattle. A Nickelodeon tweet during Pride Month revealed that SpongeBob SquarePants is gay or at least a member of the LGBTQ community. Kind of a weird thing to say about an animated sponge, and maybe a surprise it wasn't Raphael from the Ninja Turtles or Woody Woodpecker, but whatever. Like most people, I heard that news, said what, and then forgot about it because, you know, cartoons aren't real. 
Raiders rookie corner, however, Damon Arnett, made the mistake of saying, so now SpongeBob gay? LOL 2020 doing so many people wrong. He a sponge. They trying to expose these kids to everything early. Now I'm more offended by the fact that Damon is trying to expose kids to the fake word trying to. Trina sounds like the fake China you eat off until you have important guests over for dinner. Martha, put away the Trina and get out the good China. My boss Earl's coming over for dinner tonight and we can't be showing him our Trina, can we? Now Damon's SpongeBob tweet led to an eventual apology by Arnett on Twitter and what I am classifying as the weirdest apology I have ever seen. He said, I'm sorry if I offended a lot of you guys. I'm in no way a homophobe. I just feel like a sponge shouldn't be gay or straight. It's a sponge for kids. Imagine if this show was actually popular, all the shit I would have to apologize for. I don't even want to think about that actually. Honestly, I thought all cartoon characters were bisexual, but I get how this might be an underrepresented area in the gay community. That's what Nickelodeon is trying to do, right? It's about having a figure kids can find commonality with. But it should be noted that it's a cartoon meant for young kids who aren't thinking about their sexuality yet. When do kids even start thinking about that? I don't know, who the hell am I? Chris D'Elia? Making SpongeBob a member of the LGBTQ community makes sense because he's basically the most popular cartoon character. But how funny would it have been if Nickelodeon said Tommy Pickles from Rugrats was gay? Hey, remember that cartoon baby? Gay. That's a gay baby, everybody. A baby can't know it is gay because it's a baby, but we're telling you, this baby is gay. SpongeBob lives in the ocean, so honestly, there's about a million other things down there that would taste far worse than a dick. Something else that has always bothered me, nobody wants to talk about this either, but Belle from Beauty and the Beast had to be into bestiality, right? Should we be normalizing having sex with animals via cartoons? I don't think so. Welcome to the first episode of That's Good Tunes. The NFL is also looking looking what? The NFL is also looking to shorten the preseason. Uh, this is some of the best sports news I think I've seen in quite a while. Although this year I wouldn't complain if there were eight preseason games. Uh, this goes in line with the cancellation of joint practices earlier. It feels like the NFL wants to limit contact between teams and save it for the 16 plus games that actually count and that feels like the right move. Was arrested for a hit and run and god damn, I got the, another moth is in here. Another moth is here! You son of a bitch! Ooh, it flew into the, oh! Settle, settle you fucker. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated versus the mobs. Send more! Send more my way and I will kill them all. Yeah. Oh my god, there's another one! Oh. Is there no one else? Is there no one else? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers released photos of Tom Brady in uniform and I don't give a shit. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Please subscribe here on the YouTubes. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna if you want to follow those socials. Again, the Alzheimer's link is in the description. Thank you guys. You are freaking awesome. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. 
It's football, that's good. 